welcome to Career Sequel, the Return to Work podcast. If you're re-entering the workforce after a career break, you just found your one-stop shop. I'm your host, Dr. Lee Coles, industrial organizational psychologist, career strategist, and the founder of Career Sequel. Each week, I discuss strategies you can use to bridge your career gap and land flexible, meaningful work you'll love. My mission? To help you find a job that fits your life. Hello, everyone. It's great to be here with you today on Career Sequel, the Return to Work podcast. I'm your host, Lee Coles. I'm an industrial organizational psychologist, a career strategist, and the founder of Career Sequel, where I help job seekers find flexible, meaningful work they love. I'm also a certified life coach, and in today's episode, I'm going to share some of my favorite life coach strategies with you to help you make decisions. This episode is all about what you need to do to become a decisive person. I'm going to share decision-making strategies that I use every day, not just for me, but I use them when I'm helping my friends and my families and, of course, my clients. So whatever big decisions you have looming in your head right now, the ones you've been struggling with for a while, you are going to know exactly what to do once you've finished listening to this episode. So I am really excited for you ahead of time. (laughs) Let me also say that if you struggle with making decisions, I'm with you. I get you. It's something that I myself am always working on. And in fact, the word I chose as my theme for 2022 is decisive. Because like you, I have so many ideas swirling in my head. And even in terms of naming this podcast, I had like five horses in the race in terms of five different options or what would be a really good title for my podcast episode about decision making. And I had to laugh at myself about it. It's like the irony here. So I think that learning how to make decisions begins with good habits. And the more we get used to deciding on something, moving forward and having our own back, trusting ourselves with the decisions we make, the better we're going to be at making decisions, the better we will be at being decisive. Growing up, my dad modeled this for me. He's a retired physician, and he is the only person I've ever met who never procrastinates. If there's something important that needs to be done, he just did it. And he would make a decision and move forward. And really, it only recently occurred to me that as a doctor, you have to be decisive. You weigh your options, but you do it quickly. You make a decision. You don't second guess yourself. And then you follow through. And I think doing this for 50 years made him an expert decision maker. So let's all become expert decision makers, okay? Let's have our names become synonymous with decisive. Are you ready? Let's do this. Your life, when you look at it, is really a series of decisions. The decisions that you make propel your life forward so that you can live it and experience it fully. When you don't make decisions, you just stay put. You stay exactly where you are, just thinking those same thoughts, not growing and not changing. So our lives are made up of a series of decisions and your job search is the same way. 
you're going to have to make decisions and the tendency is going to be to attach a lot of weight and possibly drama to each decision. So decisions that tie to your career path or your family or where you're going to live or not live or the amount of money that you'd like to make. And this can result in being confused and hearing yourself thinking, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know what to do. It feels like that's an important thing, that it's important to be confused for a while. It's important to sit and wait, try to think of the right decision, and you wind up overthinking. You can feel your brain spinning, and then you wind up again with that, I don't know, so you don't do anything. And like I said, if sometimes it feels like this is this important process that you need to go through, like you need to be confused. But the problem is that that gives you no forward momentum. Confusion is always indulgent. And yes, that sounds harsh, but let's look at it this way. Confusion doesn't serve a higher purpose for you. It does not serve you. It does not serve the world. So I want to blow your mind right now to let you know about the impact that making or not making a decision can have on your day, your career, your life. Okay. When you make decisions, you save time. That thought, I don't know, it burns up your time. It keeps you in a place of limbo and it costs us really our lives, our dreams. So staying in limbo can cost you the career that you want, and you just don't solve anything. You postpone making the decisions. When you make a decision, that results in an action. It propels you forward. It helps you put yourself and your worth out into the world. So avoiding decisions usually involves you consuming more information. I have to research more. I have to think more. I have to talk to more people, trying to satiate yourself with more. When we make a decision, we move forward. And maybe it's, yes, I'm going to return to work, or I'm going to try this new career path. It makes us take action. Making decisions also causes us to grow. Okay, this is the opposite of confusion. So pretending that we don't know what to do, that is the opposite of growth. When you make decisions, it also increases our confidence We take action. We see what happens. We learn from it. We decide if we want to keep doing something or stop doing something. As soon as we make a decision and get out of the I don't know, our insecurity starts to dissipate. There's this energy that comes with making a decision and moving forward that goes hand in hand with confidence. It's also important to know that not making a decision is a decision. (laughs) Do you get that? (laughs) When you decide, okay, I'm not going to decide on this right now. You have made a decision to keep yourself in limbo, to not move yourself forward. You have made a conscious decision to not move forward. So just remind yourself that not making a decision is making a decision. If you, if you can wrap your brain around that one, it does really help. So now you understand the impact of making decisions and your game from being decisive, right? 
But I know you're wondering, are there any strategies, are there any tricks that you can use to make the decision-making process an easier one? And I'm so glad you asked because I'm going to give you some gold here. Specifically, I have seven different strategies to help you make a decision, and you're not going to need to use all seven. These are seven options. These are seven questions that you can ask yourself so that you can make a decision and move forward with confidence. So let's say that you're trying to decide between one thing or another. You're trying to decide between two different things. Here are some questions that will help you decide which path to take, path A or path B, okay? So the first question that you can use is, would you choose it now if there were no history bias? Okay, so if you were starting something brand new, would you do it all over again? So for example, if you're returning to work and you're wondering, should I go back to work in the same field or should I try something different? I want you to ask yourself, consider everything, okay? If I could do it all over again the first time around, would I go into this field? Okay, so if you used to be a lawyer, but you took time off, and now you're wondering, gosh, should I go back into law? I have all this experience, but I don't know. I don't, I'm not sure if I really like that. Should I try something different? Ask yourself, okay, if I could start all the way from the beginning, so that's removing all the history there, would I go back? Would I go into law if I could start fresh with no history? And if your gut says, oh my gosh, yes, I'd love to go back into law, then you have your answer right there. If your gut says, no, God, go into law now, I'd no, of course, of course I wouldn't. Then you have your answer. Okay, here's another question to ask when you're trying to decide between two different things. What if both things turn out perfectly? Both options turned out perfectly, everything you've ever wanted. Okay, here's an example. So say you're on the fence about leaving your current company. What I want you to do is I want you to, ma to imagine the two options. I want you to imagine leaving the company, and I want you to imagine staying at the company. And you succeed in both narratives. Okay, so take some time to visualize and feel yourself leaving the company. You leave and you get everything you want. It works out perfectly. Sit in that for a moment and feel what that would feel like. And then I want you to imagine that you stay at the company and it works out perfectly. Everything you want you have. Sit with that for a while. And now that you've felt yourself living out both options successfully, ask yourself, which would you choose? And I'm telling you, this exercise works. Whenever I use it with my clients, my friends, a decision pops into their heads immediately. So when it does, honor it and move forward. Because so often the reason you can't make a decision when you're choosing between two options is because you do the opposite. You play out the narrative with failure and your decision is clouded because of this. If you really want to know what you want to get out of that I don't know play out these decisions with success. Okay, here's a third question that you can ask. What if failure's no big deal? 
if it didn't matter if you failed, would you do it? So most of us are socialized or were socialized to think of failure as a bad thing. You either win or you lose. You succeed or you fail. Winning equals success equals good. And losing equals failure equals bad. So what if failure is learning? Okay, let's replace the word failure with learning. This would mean you either win or you learn. You succeed or you learn. Losing equals learning. So in terms of that decision that you want to make, if it didn't matter if you failed, would you still do it? When you take out the thought, failure ruins everything, which one would you do? A fourth question you can ask is, can you say yes to both? So maybe you've taken a career break and you want to go back to work, but you also want to pick up your kids from school each day and you want to be able to go and see their concerts, even if it's in the middle of the school day. What if you can do both? Can you do both? There are flexible work options, work from home options. So in this case, there could be a good chance that you can find a job where you could get that satisfaction of bringing home a paycheck and you could be available to pick up your kids. A fifth question you could ask is, 10 years from now, what does your future self say? This requires you to think of where you're going to be in 10 years, who you're going to be in 10 years, what you'll have, what you won't have, you're going to find that your future self is so much wiser than who you are right now. And here is your chance to have a channel straight to her or straight to him. So go ahead and have that conversation. And your future self is going to cut straight to the chase and is going to tell you how it is. So ask yourself 10 years, 10 years from now, what would your future self say? A sixth question you can ask is, what moves you towards who you want to be? Who will you be if you decide one way? And who will you be if you decide the other way? I want you to compare each version of yourself and ask, who do you want to be? Okay, and finally, this one kind of gets me down into it when I ask myself this question Question number seven, when you're trying to make a decision, what is the worst case scenario? So I like to think about the very worst case scenario. So just take yourself there. So often when you're making a decision, you don't let yourself just go all in and really experience what it would be like or really visualize what it would feel like for everything to go completely wrong. But sometimes if you take yourself there, you realize it's not as bad as you think. So take yourself there. Think all the things. Imagine every single thing that could go wrong. Like if you're deciding whether or not to apply for a specific job, and you don't know if you should or not, I just like to go there. So go to the worst case scenario. So imagine, uh, if I imagine I'm going to apply for a job, the worst thing, okay, so I get called in for an interview, I show up, I clam up, I can't answer a single interview question, not a single one. And the interviewer tells me on the spot that I screwed up. I'm definitely not going to get the job. And then as I'm leaving, I can hear her tell everyone about how 
what a terrible job candidate I was. They start laughing at me. They're talking about how I'm the worst job candidate they've ever seen. Okay. So imagine that. So you've gone there. How are you feeling? Will you be okay? When I think about this, when most of the time when I take myself down a worst case scenario road like this, somehow it does wind up with me at the very end being ridiculed in some way or another. But then I wind up thinking that those people are just jerks and they're not worth my energy. So it kind of it helps my brain when I run away with things like this and just go crazy with that scenario in terms of what is the very worst that can happen. And can you handle it if it is the very, if the very worst thing happens, what do you ultimately think and are you able to happen or handle it? And for a lot of people, the worst case scenario is actually missing out on an opportunity to have a best case scenario. So there you have it. Give strategies so you can start making decisions now. So to review, here are seven different questions that you can ask yourself when you're trying to decide between one, one path or another. What if you could start over without any history bias? Number two, what if both options turned out perfectly? Number three, what if failure is no big deal? What if it's just learning? Number four, can you say yes to both options? Number five, what would your future self say? Number six, what moves you towards who you want to be? And number seven, what is the worst case scenario? So usually what happens is that one of these questions is going to unlock everything for you. You're not going to have to go through this whole series. There's going to be a question that hits you in this way that will make things clear. So try them out or try one out. Let me know how it goes. I'd be really curious to know which of these questions really worked for you. So this is going to be the day when you make an important decision and when you move yourself forward. And so Again, I'm really excited for you. So you go forth, make those decisions. You've got this. And until the next time we get together, please take good care and know that I'm cheering you on. Hey, if you're going back to work after a career break, I have a gift to help you get started. It's my free guide, Four Simple Steps You Can Take Today to Re-Enter the Workplace. I love it because it helps you get the ball rolling in a simple, easy, manageable way. Just go to my website, careersequel.com, and click on the red box that says, Get the Four Simple Steps Now. That's careersequel.com, Get the Four Simple Steps Now. See you there.